These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Keishi Tapes. Hi, John Hewlett, along with Favaz. What episode is this? I think it's 134, John. Man. I think it is. That's a lot. 134. And we have today an interview you did with Robbie Krieger of The Doors. How many years ago? Uh, 20 years ago, um, I listened back to part of it, and uh, I, I remember meeting him at the Galaxy. He played at the Galaxy downtown that night, and I remember meeting him, um, got a uh, picture taken with him holding a guitar. I think we had him sign a guitar for Casey, and we were just uh, remarking on the air when we do our uh, morning rock show here on Casey that uh, that I, I have interviewed Ray Manzarek, and we did that on the Casey Tapes. You have done John Densmore, the drummer for The Doors. Uh, we've done that on the Casey Tapes. And now Robbie Krieger mm-hmm. will be there. Yeah. So the only one um, we don't have is Jim Morrison. And um, you want to try to get him? Well, somebody runs into him, just mentioned to him that we're looking to interview him to be, yeah. make the complete Doors band uh, set of interviews uh, finalized on our yeah. on our podcast. I heard I heard he hangs out in Paris quite a bit. So so heard, be yeah. on the lookout. So anyway, so this thing starts. Um, I don't know why it's clipped in the beginning, but we were talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction uh, that happened years earlier when the Doors got in and other people sang with them because Jim Morrison is gone and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what Robbie and I were talking about. All right, what was Galaxy? Where was the Galaxy? The Galaxy was, was a bar downtown on Washington. I don't remember um, it. Yeah, I used to go there quite a bit. I used to see Stir there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Rich Robinson of the Black Crows played there with Hookah Brown. Hmm. Um, yeah, and Robbie Krieger played there. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Well, who That's wouldn't want to? to do. They, they, he said, well, you want to do a Doors song? Yeah, but we want to play with the Doors. <laughs> <laughs> so who who out of everybody um, that, that, that was singing with you guys? Okay, this, we caught this in the middle of uh, something here. Yeah. What's going so on? it clipped. So as I said, we were talking about when the Doors was inducted, okay. were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they had different singers come up and sing. I saw the VH1 thing with Scott Stapp and, and Scott uh, Weiland uh, from STP. Who, who, was your, who was your favorite Doors vocalist? Well, I, I, don't, I can't say I have a favorite one. I mean, they were, you know, most of the guys were great, you know. They really were. And, uh, you know, some did better on the on the TV show than others. But, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of them didn't have time to rehearse because it was really a nightmare to get that show together because, you know, everybody was on tour or they were doing this or that. And that day, I think it was uh, November something, 8th, was the only day out of the year that all those people could get together to do that show. Wow. But what they had to be. So uh, we're talking about now a VH1 special where they had different singers sing with the band. So nervous as hell, I would think, playing with you guys. Uh, yeah, I think they were. Some <laughs> were, you know. But, but not really, because they, they'd all met us before because we, you know, doing the album, you know. Yeah, but they're still trying to replicate something <laughs> yeah, done by one of the greatest. It doesn't matter if you meet them. Yeah. One of the greatest singers of all time, yeah, you know, Jim Morrison. But uh, they were great. You know, Perry Farrell was great. Uh, I ended up playing on his album too. Wow! And which is probably going to come out pretty soon. Do you get a lot of requests from bands and stuff to appear on their records? Um, not as much as I would like. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, I would. I would like to do more of that. You know? Yeah, because he's a, he's a pretty well-known guitarist, obviously yeah. very well-known, and known for being very good at what he does, and was really good at finding places to... Because Jim Morrison would ramble and go on, right. and, and, and yet uh, Robbie Krieger was able to still find ways to get good guitar licks and 
you know, make the make it up, make an entire sound song out of what Jim was doing. So you think, hey, a guy like that in session work, usually that's what they look right. for. Yeah. Somebody who does exactly yeah. what he's really good at. Yep. Talking to Robbie Krieger of The Doors, and Robbie wanted to ask you, um, you know, you wrote, like, Light My Fire and Touch Me and Love Me Two Times and stuff like that. Was Jim Morrison back in the day, was he, um, I should say, did, did he mind that you guys had your input in the songs so uh, much? No, in fact, it was his idea that uh, the other guys should try to write some songs, you know? Yeah. Because we really didn't have enough songs uh, at first because, you know, he was writing all the songs, but we really didn't have enough, you know? And uh, so he said, hey, why don't you guys try to write some, you know? Wow. So I went home and wrote uh, Light My Fire. <laughs> and, and how long did that take? Uh, probably a day. A day? Yeah. Wow. And how many times has that been covered by people, man? That's been covered quite a bit, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. Uh, you know, that, that one song has been covered more than all of our other songs combined. No kidding. Light My yeah. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Jose Feliciano. Remember he did a version of it? I don't. Yeah, he, 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 he exaggerated the, light my fire, light my fire, light my fire, light my fire, light my fire. Some people didn't like that, but. <laughs> How do you do it? Light my fire, light my fire, light okay. my fire, light my fire. All right, all right. Mainly, the reason for that was because Jose Feliciano oh. did it. Oh. Yeah. There you go. And He's... then, for some reason, everybody started doing it. Uh, I, a lot of people did his version, you know, because it was more of a, I guess it was a more jazzy or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. That, oh. that is he kind of jazzed he it up with, uh, yeah, Light My Fire, Light My Fire. Yeah. And uh, a lot of jazz people did it, you know, Woody Herman, people like that, uh, Buddy Rich, um, I, as well as rockers. And I bet that song has made you a pretty penny, hasn't it? Well, it has. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I wonder how much. Does he get into it? Please say the number. Please. No, no, we don't. Oh. Unfortunately, we split everything four ways. So, uh, ah, right, I, didn't make, right. I didn't make all the money. But still must have been nice. One other question about the Doors. Uh, yeah, that's the thing with some bands, you know. Somebody come in and write a song by by him or, or herself. Right. And the person who wrote it got all the money. And in other bands, it was more of a gang type thing. You know, McCartney and Lennon is an example. Everything they wrote, John Lennon and Paul McCartney shared. Even if Paul right. wrote the song himself or John wrote the song himself, and they did that often. They wrote many songs by themselves, but everything was split two ways. I think ways. Van Halen was the same way. I can think of them. Yeah. You, you want to know how much Robbie Krieger is worth? Because I figured that that's what you were going to ask me. Well, okay. $15 million. That's it? That's it. That's all it says. Huh. I thought it maybe yeah. worth more than that. Yeah. Uh, was were you guys ever jealous or envious of all the attention that Jim used to get com- compared to the guys? Uh, not at all, really. We, in fact, uh, I was glad I wasn't in, in his shoes. You know, right? That was a lot because, of pressure. Uh, you know, for me, it was it was just fun to hang around in the background and watch what was happening. You know, <laughs> without uh, having to stick my neck out. <laughs> Especially when Jim took his pants off on stage, <laughs> I guess. That's cool. Uh, Robbie Krieger, once again, uh, at live in concert tonight at the Galaxy. And uh, is there an opening band tonight, Robbie, or do you know? Or You know, I'm not sure. Uh, we've had opening bands every every night so far, so I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. And the new record is called Cinematics? Right. Okay, i got it right this time. Uh, well, man, uh, it's great to talk to you, Robbie, and we can't wait to see you tonight at the Galaxy. And, uh, All right. Any, anything else? Do you have a copy of Cinematics? Uh, pardon me? Do you have a copy? You know what? I don't think we do here in the studio, actually. Oh, 
gotta get you one. Yeah, I know. Love to have one. Um, anything else you want? Really. Who set that interview up and didn't give you a copy? Yeah, of it? I know. They 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 didn't send one. Talk about anything else you got coming up after the tour or anything like that? Anything big? Well, I'm trying to get into the movie soundtrack business. Are you? Yeah, and I got. I have one coming up. Um, it's called the Stir of Echoes Two. Oh. Remember that movie? Yes, I do. Actually, yes. Yeah, no, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> right. <laughs> you done? Oh no, no. Yeah, yeah. You know me and movies. <laughs> Kevin Bacon was in it. Ooh. Yeah, oh. I'm doing a, a sequel to that, so I'm cool. supposed to do the music for that. A sequel to a movie we've never heard of. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> All right then. Well, Robbie, uh, man, it was a thrill talking to you, man, and. Uh, Robbie Krieger, The Doors at the Galaxy tonight, downtown St. Louis, 1227 Washington. Just uh, try to show up and get in the place and, and see uh, Robbie Krieger. And, Robbie, thanks for uh, taking time out to call us, man. All right. You won't be disappointed. All right. Let's let's uh, let's do another one that Robbie did. This- All right. There you right go. There. Yeah. Yeah. He was, was a nice guy, Yeah, man. it was a good short little interview there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just I remember meeting him now. We were in the basement of the Galaxy and, um, you know, took a picture with him. I got it somewhere. I don't know where it's at. And mm-hmm. he was just a, a good guy, man. Yeah. yeah. How can you not know where your picture is with Robbie Krieger? Oh, because I, like you, John, have many, many, many pictures with different people, but, and it just gets lost in the shuffle. Hmm. I got all my yeah. stuff in one spot. Oh, no, you don't. I don't believe that. I do, which is probably not a good idea if there's a house fire. <laughs> so you should sp- maybe, maybe you got it right. Spread it out. Have no idea where it is. That happens in Chesterfield, John? House fires? Oh, eh, once in a great while. Oh, okay. Usually they're set for insurance purposes, but other than that... <laughs> All right, that's our uh, podcast for today. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. And on Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. I'll see you next week. Favaz ain't so long. Farewell. AMF. Bye. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.